Fred Film Radio, Venice Film Festival, Italy. Fred Film Radio, I'm Matt Micucci from the 79th Venice International Film Festival, and we are here with our fourth or third or fifth, I don't know. Our today's daily, and uh, none of the correspondents would join me, so I, so I uh, kind of uh, asked one of the behind-the-scenes folks, who, uh, without whose help we really couldn't couldn't function. Filippo Guarna, who has also joined me before, so uh, how does it feel to be sitting on on a chair behind, uh, beside, uh, behind, beside? Uh, a legend of the business now. At this point, I think the people have defined me that. Uh, define me as a legendary I'm broadcaster. Profoundly honored. Microphone. To be sitting here close to you. No microphone in front of the. In front of the yeah, yeah. chin. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. So, what year is it? This is your third year in Venice. Yes. So uh, yes. Have, what what has it been so far like for you? Because nobody really knows what happened. See, this is what I think. People think. People think that we just come on and there's a couple of phones and cameras and that's it. But. But there's a lot of behind-the-scenes work that goes even beyond producing the actual, you know, as in organizing, setting up the interviews and conducting them. What, what is it that exactly that you do? I use my camera to film the interviews and I, then I edit them so they are spread in the landscape of YouTube. You make it sound like it's a joke. You make it sound like it's a joke. I edit for the YouTube release, yeah. the interviews. The YouTube release is... Usually the most um, proficient, yeah. the most... Um, Visually nice. Yes. And better quality. It, go, it, it, it gets more uh, it gets visibility more yeah, exactly. than uh, the other means. So. What is the, the interview that so far has received more... I guess it was the Timothy Shalom. Yeah, one. you're right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, d- d- it's hard work, right? Because you're working from the, st- the beginning of the day to the... You don't have any time to watch any movies. No, yeah, th- that's unfortunate. The first time, the first year, I, I had... Uh, like the, the permit yeah. to watch uh, films, and it was great. Now, uh, now but I'm treated like a, no, a, a oh, warm. Uh, in, yeah. We all are. We are. In no, as in everybody is a warm. Yeah, yeah. Just not, not Fred. No, no. But uh, we all, we were all working very hard. That's what I'm trying to say. No, no, not treated by by Fred. Like, who do you think like is a, the worst of all, of all the team? No, you can't answer that, obviously. Um, obviously, you can't answer that, because that would be getting you in a lot of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> You're about to answer? Yeah. Who's the worst guy? Uh, person. <laughs> you yeah. can't answer that. Who do you think does the least job work? You can't. No, I can't let you answer that. So, let's, uh, let's just carry on, continue with the show. If you could watch a film, what, what would it be? Yeah, tonight... Uh, Jack Colusi, who is the worst uh, oh. p- uh, worker at... Uh, no, he's a great worker, amazing worker. Set up a fight. inspiration for me. Not like you, but second place. Oh, thank you, thank yeah, you. Yeah, so he's going to watch The Whale with the great return of Brendan yeah. Fraser. And I really would like to watch that film, but I'm not going to do it. He what? paid uh, for Why? the ticket. Why? Did you get a ticket? Get a ticket. No, no, it's... No, no, sold out. Uh, yeah, sold out. Yeah, it's long awaited. Yeah. Guys, watch watch the interview. Angelo Shelby interviewed the and Brendan Fraser. How was he? How was he? Can I get some feedback from you guys? You were in this room. We were talking before that. Uh, uh, it's a hilarious part of the interview. Yeah, he was. No, yes, he, he had this kind of very like a, a good giant vibe. He, he was looking at. A, Angelo with, with great concentration and, and smiling and very yeah. mm, 
Yeah. He's a patatone, yeah. says, uh, which means big potato. Yeah. I have to translate it somehow. Uh, okay, so and and uh, but there was a hilarious part before the uh, the interview that you could you guys can go check on uh, our Facebook page, which you're probably on if you're watching this, and uh, uh, where Darren where. Darren Aronofsky, the screenwriter of the film, and Brendan Fraser are all sitting in the room. We're all ready to go. And uh, Angelo's trying to close the door because to block out the sound and any distraction uh, while he's doing the interview. And he's, so he's like, can we close the door, Darren Aronofsky? No, no. He doesn't even do that. He says, no, that's staying open. <laughs> that's, staying, that's staying open. Like, there's no debate in that. And he's like, okay, okay. <laughs> so, which goes to my point. Today's... This year's studio that we've been given here is, is not the best. I think it's maybe the second worst, apart from maybe the first year. We, we had a very, very small, like a tiny one. But uh, this one is really, really, really small. And, uh, and, and it's, yeah, that, the, the sun's shining in my eyes now. And uh, I don't know. But Filippo, I'll, I'll let you off now because uh, you've been dying for, to get out of here because it is a, you know, we're, what's, what's been your favorite moment so far of being here and witnessing stuff? It's being without, no, without any doubt. Guys, if you, if you want to get a mic, get a mic so you can interact. Come on. It's been Angelo Cerbi, Angelo Cerbi, Angelo Cerbi, Angelo Cerbi. The Angelo Cerbi fly. Angelo Cerbi, Angelo Cerbi, Angelo Especially when you laughed like a madman. Yeah, that was hilarious. I couldn't stop laughing. That was Unfortunately, then. when I played it... Uh, by surprise, yeah. on the, the big Fred, no. you didn't laugh as No, because it was over. I, I mean, it, that's how you know that, that it was a legitimate moment when I laughed, yeah. but then I, it was yeah. like a second thing. It's like sloppy seconds, you know? I, I, want, I wanted to, to, to show to the world that you had beautiful laughter. Yeah, it might be, well, I was crying, yeah. Uh, I, I cry at... Yeah, I cry at the... You, you that. Yeah, yeah. Last question. I, I was looking at my, my interview with Sergei Loznitsa which I will talk about later when we, when we begin to get productive again. I was crossing my legs. I did not like seeing that. Like, I will like have these? to stop. Uh-huh. Yeah, because these chairs are so small that it makes me look like I've got, I've, I've got weird stuff coming out yeah, of my... Yeah, the big small legs. No, yeah, it's small, small everything, big legs. It was weird. So I'm not, I can't do that anymore. I have to make sure that I don't do that, which will be... I have to somehow program myself. I don't know why I kept you here for that, but yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, you said no, no. last question, so I thought it was a question. Well, do you want me to give you a question, anyways? But You're enjoying I, this, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. The moment in the spotlight. He didn't want to do this. Um, yeah. So uh, no, I another good mo- a good moment with a guest, with one of the guests of your favorite moment. With you, the fit, the best person you who came in here and you were like, wow, they're great. Well, uh, I must say, like, Inaritu, probably. Inaritu. Yeah. Like, uh, it, it spread a lot of energy. Like, it, it was so, so calm. It, it looked like, a, like a, you know, the wise man a bit. The live, wise. Uh, like, on the mountain. It, it had some kind of that vibe. Except as much m- as it's possible for, for a modern uh, yeah. uh, man to, to yeah. do so. But it had this kind of calmness to, to, to him. And I really enjoyed it. Great. Yeah. Great, great. Except that mountain is probably Beverly Hills. <laughs> it's, a, it's a mansion. Uh, anyway, so you can you can go uh, you can go, Filippo. Thank you for Thank joining you. us. At least it was another. Pleasure. At least there was a second uh, voice. 
It's been a great pleasure, and maybe we'll get someone tomorrow, but if not, we'll see him again. So, bye, Filippo. Bye. Anyways, we are... Okay, can you figure out a way not to cross the camera? Because without breaking the set. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Slide. What do you... Look at you like the snake that you are. Yeah, as I said before, I'm a worm. Yeah, you're warm. Look at you. Oh, the bag. Uh, okay, Filippo. Don't break anything. Don't break anything. Great. And we're back after those commercials to actually talk about films. Let's make this brief because it's really hot in here and I cannot take it in a uh, Let's begin with um, a film that uh, is titled, uh, the, the, the title of which is uh, the same as my uh, mother. And I say hi to her because she's one of the probably five people watching this right now. Monica. It's directed by Andrea Palaora. And stars Emily Browning and Patricia Clarkson. Patricia Clarkson. <laughs> what does that remind me of? Something. Oh, no. Uh, what was that singer? Uh, Clarkson. She had Since You've Been Gone. No. Kelly. Not that. Kelly Clarkson. Did she have that song? My Life Would Suck Without. What a stupid title for me. Uh, I don't know why I brought her up. Because Patricia Clarkson is a legend. So, and uh, the Okay. So Monica's about... Uh, it's the intimate portrait of a woman who returns home to care for her dying mother. A delicate and nuanced story of a fractured family. The story explores universal themes of abandonment, aging, acceptance, and redemption. I can't tell you what I, fa- what I thought about the film because I haven't seen it. But I thought you should know that it was here. And uh, it's been screened in the Lido. Now I will talk about a film that I did watch and it's the most serious of the bunch, so... I'm going to leave it now, and then we can have some fun later. The Kiev Trial, directed by Sergei Losnitsa, who was here uh, in our studio. And it's about, it's basically an archive documentary about the war crime trial in Kiev, Ukraine, in January 1946, following the, mass- the Nazi massacre. Uh, so it was basically the uh, the Kiev equivalent of the Nuremberg trial. But uh, Losnitsa, who was here, and even though the, the interview was way too short for what it could have been, and it would have been... Amazing to have him five minutes longer. Um, uh, he, Stalin was very adamant that this trial should be quicker and done before the Nuremberg trial. I personally thought the, the, the documentary was great. I do have a soft spot for archive documentaries. But of course, ever since, you know, this uh, film kind of explores a specific um, a moment in time, which is uh, far, f- not too distant from our times, but it's not contemporary times. It's uh, immediately after the Second World War. Uh, but given the fact that uh, Ukraine has recently, or a few months ago, been invaded by Russia and all of that stuff, uh, it picks up a lot. Uh, of pow- contemporary power. If you watch it now and you see those men talking about the war crimes they committed in a very matter-of-fact way, you almost see, or you could probably imagine that that is what you know is happening uh, in the heads of those who are in Ukraine right now. So uh, it's a great moment for Fred to have Sergei Loznitsa representing uh, Ukraine, and uh, and uh, yeah, it's horrible that we have to live. Th- through those things and so close to us as well because we always think that war is so far but it's not that far it's never that far Argentina 1985 we moved from Ukraine to Argentina this one was a favorite 
did we talk? I had a deja vu. I don't think we talked about this yet. But Santiago Mitre, who I believe won a Golden Lion. Am I crazy thinking that? Is he a previous Golden Lion winner? Santiago Mitre? Uh, this is why I need, I need... See, now, there you go. But anyways, Argentina 1985, uh, screened in competition, has been a favorite for many of those who have seen it. David Martos said, I got to take off this jacket because I am literally melting. Sorry, guys. All right, guys. All right. Check out these guns, huh? Yeah. All right. So um, I just did this because I wanted to show you my guns. Um, a team of lawyers take on the heads of Argentina's bloody military dictatorship during the 1980s in a battle against odds and a race against time. Like I was saying, David Martos watched the film and he cried. How long did he say? Three minutes crying? And like... Eight minutes of applause. It was an unbelievable film. Everybody thought it was great. Possibly a favorite to win the final prize. So, uh, watch this space. I, you know, I'd love to see this, actually. I really would, because the feedback has been great, and it's been getting criticism that usually I, I can identify as being something that, yeah, it's probably a good film. So, uh, But I haven't, so I can't tell you what I think of it. What I have seen, and this is very exciting... For all you cinephiles out there, one of the greats of the uh, American New Wave, uh, Paul Schrader, still going strong. Uh, we couldn't have him in here because of, uh, you know, health issues. And, you know, he's been, he's been struggling with that a little bit. So, Filippo's back in the studio. He forgot something. Yes. What'd you On forget? That On that chair? Yeah. You're kidding me. No. All right, just forget about the camera. You can, you can pass that. And... Um, yeah, so we're talking about Master Gardener, Filippo. Filippo. Uh, yeah, he's a, So, I forgot what, exactly what I was saying, but I'll carry on anyways. Master Gardener, Gardener, the plot, very quickly, is... It's a meticulous horticulturalist who is devoted to tending the grounds of a beautiful estate and pandering to his employer, the wealthy Doger. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I forgot what I was saying because yeah. it's impossible to do this. It's already hard enough to do it on my own, but it's just, it's not going to. I mean, this is crazy. Uh, why am I even trying, you know? Everything, I, I didn't mean for that to happen. That, that was way too dramatic. I didn't think that this would happen. I apologize to anyone watching. I thought it was going to land here. I did not see the second microphone. Mar- Mar- yeah, uh, Master Gardener is not uh, not great it's not one of his best films but uh but Paul Schrader is great uh different shades of masculinity and all that and um uh, yeah it's uh, the the main character of this film now my legs are definitely not crossed now I'm just laid back you know uh the character of this film uh is uh has a dark past and uh, the moment that reveals that dark past, which probably has been spoiled by, by everybody in reviews, but I don't want to be the guy that's going to ruin it for you if you decide to watch it. Because it is the best moment in the film, I think. Uh, the moment that's revealed is just a high point in the film. But the film itself just doesn't really build up to the expectations of uh, what you hope to see when you watch a Paul Schrader film. It's very conventional, and in the end, it kind of, you know, you understand that he's trying, what he's trying to say about the state. Uh, the, 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 you know, uh, themes of forgiveness, uh, observations on, uh, you know, race relations and just, you know, all the plagues of society of these times. But it's just not done in a very clever way, or at least not as good as 
Schrader's previous films and what I guess can be defined a trilogy now, uh, which began with First Reformed and continued with, what was it called? The Card Dealer, The Card Player, The Card card Guy. Um, and, um, the Card Counter. The Card Counter, see. And then tomorrow we'll have uh, Jack uh, in yeah. here if no one, no one else come over, comes over. Um, I actually want to end the stay right now because uh, the, the heat is unbearable and um, I, my, I'm struggling to talk which is really odd for me because I'm a really good broadcaster I tell you like I really am I, I was thinking that like you know I was just I've been feeling sorry for myself you know lately because I'm like fuck I didn't, I didn't say the K I didn't say the K so I it's good it's fine if you don't say the K it's okay so I was like I, I was like, man, I, I, don't, I don't understand. I mean, yeah, why am I not? I was going to say it again. <laughs> Forget it. I'm not going to make that point. All right. Uh, well, guys, the point is, I hope you've been watching the live streams because we're doing it for you. No, <laughs> we're doing it because uh, we want to document what's happening here in the Lido di Venezia. It's been very intense, but uh, also it's just kind of been pleasant you know and in its own strange way um and uh and it's going to get more intense i'm very excited tomorrow to to watch uh the man from inish in or in probably in it's the island doesn't exist yeah <laughs> that makes sense actually but um uh, hopefully I'm going to say this now if any publicist that has anything to do with that film is watching right now I actually came all the way from that island like not the island that this film is based on Ireland I actually am from there how many people can say the same thing I know I'm, I wasn't born there but I'm, I lived there since I was 8 years old now if you see me look at this bit. if you see me tomorrow that I'm in here I'm doing the interviews for these guys right can you please just leave them here for a bit or also don't skip us because this is great. I mean, I, I know I'm going to do a good interview with these guys. Just give me a freaking chance. There's too much going on out there. So, I mean, you don't cut me short. It's, I'll respect the times. But just take it easy, you know? I, I just wanted to say because I actually meant to ask someone to just send an email, you know? But, but anyways. All right, guys. It's just, you know, I just... I want to say I'm saying this because we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But so far, I have not been lucky at all, and this is total waste of time. It's not a total waste of time, but but uh, I'll be leaving soon. So let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right. So uh, I understand how it. I see how it is. I tell you what, I make a prom- I'll make you a promise, right? Yeah. If I don't get you an interview with, if, Co- if I tell you what, if Colin Farrell and Brand- Brandon Gleeson are not both sitting in my in this room tomorrow, this is the last time I'm coming to Venice. Can you record that? I'm not coming back, and uh, it's gonna take a lot of to get me back here. Yeah, yeah, because it's it's it would be too disappointing. Because for goodness sakes. You know, in Bruges, the recreation, recreating that 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 chemistry in a new movie. I need to, I need to have them both here. I can't just, you know. Anyways, guys, I'm sorry about this day. This has been really just a rant, you know. But um, 
I, I hope you're enjoying all of the Fred Film Radio content. And uh, I hope you uh, have been enjoying all the Fred Film Radio content. We're not only available on Facebook, where you're watching this right now, or you might be listening uh, on uh, Fred.fm. We're also on Instagram, but most importantly, we are on YouTube. And all of the interviews that are conducted here, you know what? That's where you'll find them. Fred Film Radio at Fred. No, at YouTube.com. And you know what? And you know what else? Let me tell you what else. If you, if we hit a um, hundred thousand views on any of these videos next year, if I'm if I am here, we will fight to have videos from the other studio down there as well. More of them because we have some, but we need to have those videos too. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. No applause. All right, we're gonna end it, ladies and gentlemen. It's been emotional. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Stay strong. I'm Matt Mikucci. This is our life. And you are listening to Fred Film Radio, the Festival Insider. Fred Film Radio, 24-7 on Fred.fm and smartphone apps.